Welcome back to Duck Schmucks, episode 19. We have a very, very special episode Aww. for you guys. So Sweet to say. Yeah, if you guys uh, are unaware, we, we met, I mentioned this personally on Twitter and on the last podcast, but Chris, unfortunately, is in California right now. I mean, well... Yeah, he returned for, to his home planet. Yes, you know. so he returned to his home planet in L.A., smoggy, disgusting L.A. Sorry, oh, yeah. Chris, let's be honest here. Um, but... It's, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. We'll be honest. It's not all bad because we have the lovely Ryan. Oh, lovely, yeah. Lovely I, I, Ryan. I have literally never been described like that, but hey. It, it's, it's great. It's a good um, first. Ryan and I have had a couple great experiences together, and I think this summer podcast is going to be one for the books. And as long as our fans stick through with us, I mean, I, I'm assuming they will because they already love my personality. Mm. And I mean, Chris is as great as Chris is, you know. I mean, Ryan, I Ooh. I don't want to say, Ooh. but you may be able to top him. Shouts oh, to hey. Chris. Shots hey. fired to Chris. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's possible. We'll see. If if, if we get enough feedback, we're going to have to make Ryan a consistent guest when Chris gets back. But we're going to see. Um, but let's get, you know, right into this right now. So we got a really fun, juicy podcast for you guys. You know, I didn't. we didn't actually introduce ourselves. I'm Gavin, and this is Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Ryan is a mutual friend with Chris and I. Introduced me and Ryan. Like I said, we've had a couple escapades. Yeah, and, a couple. You know, yeah, we've only, like, met each other, like, what, four times? Four times or so, had, yeah. yeah we already but, I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. This is, like, a moment right here. I, I, I'd say we already got, like, a pretty, pretty you know, oh, tight-knit connection. That's beautiful, I, I man. Feel like, I feel like no, it, man. I feel it, too. No, we feel it, too, it's yeah. It's palpable, man. It's great, yeah. yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about some brief news and culture. So we're going to start right off with this. So Janelle Bynum, Janelle Bynum, uh, for those who are unaware, we're going to talk about Oregon news for the, yeah. for, for uh, to, to preface this. She is a Oregon State House representative, and she is just going to say this right now because it is very important, integral to the story. She is the only African-American... Um, state house representative in Oregon and she was canvassing locally in her neighborhood trying to get some signatures for her local uh, the running that she is going for and she was actually called on by the police by some of her neighbors for some reason and so there was a big story about this the thankfully the police officer was a very nice dude he stopped her and he asked her, like, you know, is, is there anything going on? What's going on? And she just told her, you know, I'm just canvassing. I'm just doing whatever in my neighborhood. And he was completely understandable. She actually took, took a nice picture with the guy, yeah, Jay it's Campbell. very adorable, it's, actually. It's an adorable yeah, picture. I love it. love it's an adorable picture. picture. Yeah, and so I think it was in Clackamas, Oregon, specifically, mm-hmm. um, which is, I believe, kind of near the Portland area, maybe. I think it's like two hours to the east, I believe. I'm not super, super big on the uh, geography yeah, I, of Oregon. I have no idea either. Yeah, yeah, he's from California. I'm from Ohio, so... Um, yeah, this Ohio, was... the uh, California of east, as they yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, dude. Yeah. Ohio is nothing and nothing. We've got a beautiful coastline from what I know. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but this is from NPR, an article from NPR. And she talked about how she brought this big question. Um, uh, well, she mainly talked about how this has been going on actually for quite a while. I mean, the first thing was uh, in May, a graduate student at Yale was napping in her dormitory room. Yeah, this is actually, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, she had the, the police called on her for napping in her dor- dormitory room. Another uh, incident in, in North Carolina, the police were calling a African American woman. She was demanded to show her identification because she was at a private community pool. 
mm. which is again insane. And then also in Tennessee, an apartment manager was called on by the police because a black man was wearing socks yeah. at a pool. How socks in at fairness, a pool? That one I understand. Socks at a pool. I mean, like why? But like, it's just completely impractical. Like, why the hell would you be wearing socks? I know. I That's agree. That's actually a good question. <laughs> I didn't. Really I understand. Think about this. Yeah. No socks at a pool. What? It makes no sense. It, I, I mean. That makes no sense, but even, <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest, That's suspicious. Though, like, I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> no, it's no, but it's, yeah. 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 But in reality, like, it's 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 absolutely you know above me why this is happening. And she brings up a, a great point, which is what oh, I was yeah. gonna talk about earlier. Is this an idea of she doesn't know? Uh, let me uh, say her name again. Um, Janelle Bynum, she was curious if this whole incident with her and with these other people, is it because, are people calling the police out of fear or out of power? Yeah. And Ryan and I discussed kind of earlier with a friend of ours, Parker, that we think it's honestly a little bit of both. Yeah, no, I I, I think like for sure it's, um, a lot of people are just afraid of losing their power in the situation. Um, yeah, like I, I think it's definitely a combination of the two. Um, it's weird. It's just so um, odd because, like, whenever I think of people like going door to door, like, and causing a lot of ruckus, I always think of like Mormons, you know, and they're far more, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're far more, you know, like aggressive than like you know any other group, and you know, you know, never call the cops on them, you know, yeah, as much as I'd like to, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, frankly, I feel that. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think we kind of talked about this idea that like there's kind of this in certain parts of the world in certain areas there's kind of this idea especially if you're raised a certain way around a certain demographic of like the same people you kind of have this predetermined idea of mm. certain people and unfortunately it seems like in this kind of scenario it's possible obviously we can't say 100 percent, but maybe these people kind of had a weird predetermined notion of african-americans and it's hard to describe because there's three different scenarios one in north carolina one in tennessee and this one in oregon yeah where it happened but it seems like they just didn't you know they had this idea possibly and they felt maybe because there was someone intruding quote unquote it Mm. it caused an issue when in reality there wasn't they were just you know (laughs) being people doing whatever hanging out in the pool canvassing you know yeah what i think is like really interesting that you're like kind of uh touching on is that it it isn't just like you know a local issue or like an issue just completely relegated to the south it's like happening here in the northwest exactly it's happening everywhere and it's just it's shocking because you'd like to think that like and on the west coast everything's more chill and like we don't have these issues but then like here's a clearly like a clear example of um just overt racism yeah i know and i mean in oregon in general like i from what i've been told i can't say you know speak personally but from what i've been told in general the bigger cities in oregon tend to be obviously liberal while in regards to the more rural areas are actually more republican but clackamas isn't even that far from you know it's kind of that midpoint and it's not even super far because I know it's it's near Beaverton and mm. it's, it's kind of close. It's not super, super far from like these big, highly populated areas. And I mean, it, it could have to do with the whole s- suburban feel because generally when there's more yeah. suburban cities, it tends to be that more Republican-esque uh, conservative ide- ideals. But still, it's just kind of like mind-boggling because, you know, you see North Carolina and Tennessee and you're like, okay, I guess I understand. And all of a sudden here, it's like, uh, what? Yeah. Y- yeah, you're a little no. bit like, you know, blown away. Um, it's just a weird scenario, and I think, you know, like we said, I think the, the idea is it's a little bit of both. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, like, goes to show you that, like, uh, 
you know, you might think that just by being, like, liberal or, like, voting Democrat, you're not a racist anymore, but then all of a sudden, like, this happens. Yeah, you just yeah. got to confront that, like, there's, just, you know, there's a real systemic issue here that, like, bleeds throughout the entire country, and it just shows itself, like, through the most ridiculous things. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. It's just so weird, and I bet the person who called uh, the police would never describe themselves as a racist. Never would. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't even think about it, but, like, the, the it's just... It's yeah, just it's like this, these predetermined weird notions that has kind of been created in this systemic idea, exactly like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be our kind of like news cultural segment. And with that out of the way, we're actually going to go um, into the important things. The important yeah. thing. Yeah, Everyone's no, racism favorite. in America. That's yeah, like, yeah. Eh, yeah, this, is, this nah. is the real, this is what <laughs> so you So what we're really going to talk about. So yeah. everyone knows. Everybody knows Everybody. from our 50 plus, I think it was 45 plus minute Death Grips podcast <laughs> to me, literally almost every single of the week being a Death Grips, you know, song. I think episode 17, which is the previous one to what we just did, or actually I think it was 18. My favorite song of the week was Have a Sad Come Baby by Death Grips from The Powers That Be. But we're actually going to be talking about their most recent album, Year of the Snitch. Yes. We're going to do a nice review of it. Um, I think it was released June 22nd, I believe. It was yeah. Free- yeah. yeah. No, it was June 22nd. June 22nd. Um, and it was, they had a lot of songs posted on YouTube beforehand, a lot of stuff uh, leading into it. But once the album dropped, oh man, just the composition and how it it went and the, the clarity uh, and just the smoothness. Hits. Yeah, it hits every Ooh, time. Oh, yeah. it hits. It hits. So I think we're just going to start off with. I think we're just going to go through a brief kind of like, you know, a description or at least our opinions of the song. So it starts off with this great track, Death Grips is, on, Death Grips is Online. Which oh, is yeah. Based on a meme that's kind of been going on this <laughs> yeah, idea of like... Yeah, I think, wasn't that like they're like, they were like not on Twitter for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden yeah. they post that. It's just fantastic that they started the album with that. I think yeah, it's they're, really they're, funny. They're, currently, they're not even like verified by Twitter. I think really? their, their handle is at BB Poltergeist, I believe that's the name. But they're not. I know for a fact, because I follow them, they're not verified by Twitter, at least currently within this right moment. Yeah. But they, they posted that, you know, Death Grips is online, and they've gotten, they got all these comments, <laughs> they retweeted all of them, and like even since today, there's certain points when they'll get these nice Death Grips is online comments with pictures, and they'll retweet them. But it was a really good homage and kind of like, you know, reference to that whole ordeal where they weren't on any social media and they finally just jumped on the boat. But the song is excellent. It's a really good intro track. Um, I like it and it transitions beautifully Oh yeah. into Fly, Oh yeah, is a fantastic song. It's just, it's one of the best, um, like, as far as imagery goes, like, for Death Grips, like, it's one of the best songs they've ever had. No, like, without a doubt. Yeah, because yeah, the, the whole, like, the concept of the song is that, like, um, MC rides so like like you know disgusting sickening yeah sickening and, that like yeah like flies vomit him instead of acid it's just yeah, like it's the yeah, best it's, imagery I could ever imagine it's honestly. great the music video is great as well you should check it out but I mean the transition oh well, oh my uh, gosh yeah we can't that's the moment oh that's gosh. the biggest that's, that's the biggest like wow moment I think exactly and the album. whole album without a doubt yeah um, we can and that's like a huge that. statement honestly yeah but it leads into like Probably my second favorite song, like Black Paint, is just incredible. It is amazing. For I mean, for a Death Grip song, I think they've never done something of this caliber in regards to production in general. I think it's just not out of their comfort zone in a bad mm. way, but just I think the punk rock and just rock influences yeah. and the drum instrumental is just so intense and amazing. And I just haven't really felt that that kind of like 
Mm. I don't know that that like the exploration that angst, and the yeah, exploration. Angst, yeah, angst, yeah, the yeah, angst. The I think is a good way to describe it. Yeah. That angst, like in any of their songs, and it, yeah. it, the transition though, you have to listen to Flies, <laughs> followed by Black Paint immediately. Oh, totally. I mean, like we were like, uh, I was in Gavin's car, and like, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna bring it up to you. I was gonna bring it up to you. Yeah, he has, he's got a CD of the album, and like I was with my friend, um, like uh, a friend of mine. Um, and I was telling her like, oh, just get ready for this transition. It's just the most incredible thing. And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> as soon as we get to it, the, the song like starts like skipping and then it, it goes, pauses for yeah, like two pauses, seconds. And I like, I literally like make this like the, the most disappointed grunt. It's like a, you know, it came from like, you know, like this primal part of me, just like, I felt just so miserable for a second there. No, it's true, and it's my fault. I mean, because oh, yeah, I, totally I, yeah, fault. I had to burn the the. I purchased the album digitally and then burned it to a CD, and it asks how many seconds you want, and I, for all my other albums, I've been making it two seconds, but oh. I completely disregarded and for, forgot just the how amazing it, <laughs> the transition from flies to black paint is. But you guys. Do yourself a favor, listen oh, yeah. to Flies, and then if you're going to listen to any song on this album, listen to Flies, followed immediately by Black Paint. And they're mm -hmm. right after, one after each other, of course, on Spotify, but if you want to make a YouTube you know, playlist, just do that. Yeah. And then following Black Paint is Linda's in Custody, which is, I think, a very nice throwback to kind of their electronic-esque feel with you know, No Love Deep Web, which I think, in my opinion, is their most like, electronic-esque album. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I think just the... I don't know the. <laughs> oh well, the, we can't really say. We can't really say the part. No, but um... but there's a very underlying tone part, uh, a little kind of sample that's said, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't notice it until you pointed it yeah, out. Yeah, I pointed like, it out, but it's that's great. all I can it's, hear it's now. Great it's now, all I can hear. <laughs> but uh, the, the the song in general is pretty good, and it's it hits pretty this good. point where it like hits this kind of like electro like point, and it it. it, it it's nice. I think it's a good kind of change of pace, especially from Black Paint, where it's a very punk rock esque yeah. like, hard feel. Yeah, I, for me, like um, I could I could see myself um, even with like the transition and all, I could see myself listening to the first three songs by themselves without like you know the order of it. But for like Linda's in custody, I think it just works so much better after listening to the first three. Songs. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I feel like it's a harder song to listen to by itself. Though. Yeah, no, I completely yeah. agree. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why they decided not to put it on YouTube mm. beforehand. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't a pre-released uh, song. It was actually released with the rest of the album. There's a couple songs they didn't actually show. Um, and then after that is horn section, which is kind of an interlude. Yeah, it's No solid, vocals, though. but it, it's solid. It's very good. It's a nice kind of transitioning point between Linda's in custody and Ha Ha Ha. Mm -hmm. um, and it's 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 very nice, uh, very up upbeat, you know, standard to Death Grips. But then it goes right into Ha Ha, which is I think your favorite you know song? actually it's it's fallen from my favorite. Really? It's, okay. It's, it okay. was there though, and um, it's just because I overplayed it maybe. But um, yeah, I mean, I just love um, the opening and um, just like this weird carnival vibe you get from. Like, no, yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah. love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then the, when the guitar comes in for like the chorus, it's just. It's incredible, but I like I said, I've kind of overplayed it at this point, so like I kind of don't listen to it as much anymore. But for sure, I mean, I think it's a fantastic song. It's I, got that like fiasco kind of like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I mean, then again, you can say that with all of their songs. Oh, but yeah. ha ha ha, definitely, especially with that the ha 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 like that chorus kind of distorted. Like yeah, that, no, it just gets to your brain. Yeah, yeah, no, no definitely, it, it gets to you. Uh, yeah. for sure. Um, then the next song is uh, oh. Well, See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because, like, you know, I've heard people talk about so the next song, Shit Show, as, like, a kind of in a negative light or kind of they've compared it to other songs in the Death, Gri Death Grips discography. 
But I have yet to hear a comparison to Trash, which... Hmm. So the difference, though, is that, like, honestly, I absolutely love Shit Show. I, I think the it's fantastic. The intro to Shit Show right before the actual lyrics go on is so good. And I even... Even though the the actual, like, composition of the song is very, like, off the walls, you don't know what's going on, in your face, abrasive, like, contrary... I mean, of course, Death Grip is always going to be abrasive. Oh, yeah. But I think Shit Show is probably the most just, like, in your face, just, like smacking you you don't yeah. really know what's going on no it's I constant can, yeah. i can really 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 vibe with it in contrast I, to like trash where i feel like it's kind of that same yeah. like off the wall thing but trash it, it just doesn't really feel the same way as shit show and i think it may have to do with the length of shit show mm. but also i think it's that intro yeah that kind of like it eases you in and you're just like oh and you feel it and then even when it hits you with this kind of abundance of of just like nonsense you're just like yeah, yeah, I can feel that. Yeah. No, yeah, and I think I think the 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 vocal like the the, the woman's vocal like saying it's a shit show. Yeah. For some reason that just that 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 like makes it a lot more stable to me. And, like, oh yeah, no, I agree. Fun, yeah, without you know? a doubt. Yeah. Rather than just MC Ryan just like screaming. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I can barely understand him, but you know, it's clear that um, it's just it, I don't know. It's just a really fun song. It's a great song. It's, it's a great a song, honestly. And I initially had like mixed reactions when it came uh, when I saw it on YouTube and I listened to it. But honestly, I think majority of these songs, in all in all reality, I just think you can't really listen to this album singles by itself at random. You yeah, can't, you can't. It, it does not do the album justice. Yeah, but... and um, there's some albums where I do pick and pinpoint you know songs that I do like. But I just think this song, at least if you're coming into it uh, from a perspective of knowing nothing about Death Grips or just you know not hearing the album at all you have to listen to it in, in order because it, it just doesn't do it justice mm. without knowing those transitions and knowing where the points kind of change um in, in the rhythm and the pacing of each song yeah it definitely makes it an inferior product if you just listen oh to exactly it. Yeah. yeah i agree yeah. um point um i think uh the next song streaky um when i first heard it i kind of i don't know it just didn't really impress me but then um then I heard it again, like um, kind of recently, and it just it just really hits me. I don't know. It it's so it just feels so much more calmer, but like a lot cooler than. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Know. Yeah, it's just it's such a cool song. You know, I feel I feel like it's one of the more comfortable songs. I think to it's to. and I think it's a absolutely spectacular follow to shit show. Oh, with yeah, just like yeah, with no, how, yeah. how crazy shit show is. It just goes straight streaky. back down. Yeah, yeah, I know it's great. And honestly, I was I feel like in my from the people that I know, I don't know too many people that listen to Death Grips, but from the couple people I listen to or talk to about Streaky, they kind of had the same opinion as uh the needle drop, aka Anthony Fantano, and that it didn't really bring too much to the table. It was very repetitive. It just like mm. kind of was very mellow and just really didn't do much. But one thing that I, 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 I mean, even when I listened to it, I loved it. And the one thing that stuck with me, though, was how sticky it was. Yeah, that's it just, the like, best. I was thinking about and, and repeating that chorus, of, yeah. all of it in my head, even though it was very repetitive and it didn't really go much in regards to chorus. It, it was just in my head so much after listening to it for the first time. And I was walking home from a friend's house after that song was released on that day. And I just had that song on repeat. And I was just like, Oh my gosh! Don't throw it on, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's so no, that's good. Best, yeah, that's such a good moment. It's honestly. so good. I, I I really don't know why it didn't impress me the first time I heard it. I mean, I I understand. Really I understand, but I think it's grown on a lot of people, and yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the pacing and where it's at in regards to the album. 
Um, and then the next song after Streaky is Dilemma. Yeah, get ready for is, this one. This is actually my new favorite song. Great song. New the favorite intro, song. It's just so... The best intro. I, that's mm, like my favorite intro, actually. So... Um, they're they're going to solve their dilemma. It's just like... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they have a dilemma. And they're going to solve their dilemma. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a cl- this is the closest song they've ever had to like a rock song, though. Like I think, And I think that's really interesting, Like at least from my perspective. It feels like I could so see this song playing like at a concert, like by. I mean, I'm not saying a different band because it's definitely a Death Grip song, but like, I don't know. Like, I could visualize this with like just like purely instruments. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just oh, it's a fantastic song, and especially with the intro because the intro just leaves you like up in the air. What is going on? Yeah. It's literally this guy from a radio station just like talking about. Death Grips being in the studio recording their new album in February, I think it was when they recorded it, and he's just like they have a dilemma, but they're gonna solve their dilemma, and then it just hits with this piano, this like weird kind of like electronic piano, uh-huh. and then it, dilemma, and then it goes right into it. Bah, bah, bah. It's it's just very very good, and I think the intro is a great way to just transition into like how hard the song is. Yeah, um, and the following song, Little Richard. Um, I, I like I like the song. It's, it's got, good. It's yeah. a very like. It's definitely one of my like kind of like. Mm, yeah, like, it's it's, of... it's the most. In my opinion, it's like arguably the most forgettable song. Yeah, it's not the worst. I don't think it's like my least favorite one. It's just the one that I never really think about. Whenever yeah, I think no, about exactly. I agree. I don't think there's really any bad songs no, per se. No, but I think not, Little Richard yeah. is definitely like the one you kind of like forget out of your mind just because there's nothing that really like super sticks out. Um, because in all honesty, I think the intro to Little Richard, I don't even realize it starts Little Richard. I think it's part of Dilemma until mm. the part where I kind of hear like, Little Richard. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't really clarify itself as like this standout song. Um, it's kind of this transition piece. Um, but I mean, it's it's still a good song. kind of fits in that oh, yeah, kind of, like, sure. electronic-esque vibe. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still a great song. And then that transitions into... The fear. Oh, the fear. I, With the, in my opinion, one so of the best cool. samples, possibly the best sample of 2018. I, I, I don't know, dude. I just, I just drink blood. I dude. just drink blood. I love. I just drink blood, it's dude. So it's perfect. So good. The fear. It's so. It's good. got this weird jazzy thing too. Yeah, exactly. It's just so fantastic. It's I, great. The song is awesome. Yeah, that one um, just is kind of like the sleeper hit on this album, in my opinion. That like, it's just so fantastic and so weird and so different that like. I would be really interested if like uh, Death Grips kind of moves into like a jazzy kind of direction like the next album. Honestly, so I, cool. I think that'd be really cool because I yeah. think one of the issues that, uh, not me personally, but I think um, critics have, especially Anthony Fantano from what I've heard is that, and this is, isn't even with Death Grips, but he has with a lot of artists is that they create kind of this archetype of music that they're known for and then they paint themselves into a corner yeah. of what that is. But I think Death Grips is one of the very few artists that kind of um, are able to every time they release an album do something kind of yeah. esque. No, there's it's, always a, yeah. there's always a thing like that's just kind of like oh they're doing that now. I yeah. mean I feel like um, someone like uh, David Bowie's or uh, who you know honestly I think Beck is like probably have you have you listened to Beck? I've heard a little bit of Beck. I've definitely heard yeah. of him. I've heard a couple I of songs. I think like yeah. Beck, Bowie, and uh, the Rolling Stones. Like all three of these bands and like people like. They are just so good at like coming up with an album. And you just think, okay, that's their style. You know, yeah. Like Beck's are like kind of got this like laid back rap style. Then all of a sudden he comes out with like a new album that's just completely different. And the Rolling Stones for a while were like a country band. Like no one knows that, but like like three of their albums were just country songs essentially. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then like Bowie for sure, he just like set new trends. And I feel like Death Grips are kind of like entering that like level where they just like 
every album has its own unique thing to it and this yeah. one is especially in my opinion this is perhaps it, their most creative album yeah, yeah no it's definitely up there and i think even with their last release in 2017 no specific specific album but they had the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Gabber remix. They started using like utilizing the German like Gabber music, which mm. is very like kind of out there and something that they didn't do. And I think that actually got them a lot of praise. And that's one of the things that they've kind of started to trend towards. I think that was a good indicator that they're trending towards kind of like trying new things and not in you know Fantano Anthony Fantano's case painting themselves quote unquote into a corner. Yeah. Um, so the next song, oh, do you want to say something? No, 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 I, like, we can move on. Okay. Sure. Um, the next song after that is the outro, which is, again, a very short interlude right before the final song. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel right to compare it to, like, all the other songs, because that yeah. song just has, like, a purpose, and it does it pretty well. Yeah, um, no, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's kind of, like, it's not forgettable, but it's kind of, like, okay, you know? It's like, like yeah, I, okay, I see, I see the transition. We're going like, Little Richard, something else. Mm-hmm. And then, ooh, at least for me, because the final song, Disappointed, is <laughs> oh, without yeah. a doubt my favorite song on the entire track. It's definitely oh. the best song to work out to off oh, this album. Oh my gosh. Why me? It's so good. It's <laughs> so good. It just hits you so hard. And the why me, whatever you want, the chorus or whatever the part, whatever you want to call it, it was actually featured on that track listing that they showed earlier on in the year, probably in like, I think it was April or whatnot, when they finally released all uh, 13 songs, they said the names of all the songs and they just, in the background, it was, why me, on repeat. And they had all these short jump cuts of like all these different scenes while they just talked about, while they showed all the uh, song names without showing any preview to the songs. And oh, just like playing that, it was such like a nice throwback because I very much enjoyed that little tidbit that they showed during that preview in like april and then bringing it back and making it kind of revolve around a certain song was like awesome yeah no I, yeah it's it's definitely like the most hype song off oh this yeah album. yeah and i think it's i think it's awesome either yeah. that black paint i mean it's hard black, to say black paint so many... yeah but I, i'd definitely say disappointed it's just it's just so like frantic and fast oh yeah know, that, oh like, yeah it just gets you going i mean it's hard not to like if you're just listening to it walking down the street, like all of a sudden you just feel like I just need to run. Right I just now. need, I need yeah, to, like, I just need to go, I need dude. To fight somebody, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, so that's um, so actually we kind of talked about our favorite songs for each. I think so. Like I said, mine is disappointed, and you said yours was dilemma. Dilemma for right now. But yeah, it's probably gonna change. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's where we're at right now. So we don't have to answer that question of which is our. Actually, what about our least favorite tracks? Least I think, favorite song. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Little Richard. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, say I, I could say. I just think not because I dislike it, but because I just don't think it stands out. And I think the transition tracks, outro and horn section, I think are good on their own. In all honesty, not like solely, solely, but yeah. in accompaniment with the album. In contrast to Little Richard, where it's kind of like you don't really, you don't really just think about it. Yeah, and it's I, it's very yeah. forgettable. I mean, I, I was thinking about outro more. Like I was saying that like it's kind of forgettable, but. I don't know. I, I think actually it is pretty solid uh, for what it is. Whereas Little Richard, like, it's not bad, but I don't know. Like, frankly, it's one of the only songs that I could imagine kind of like skipping over when I listen yeah. to this. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. I, yeah. I don't, but I could see myself doing that. I, yeah. I think that's a great way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be our, uh, like, music segment we're not going to do singles of the week that's just going to be our quick review not really quick that's yeah, quite not, a while but quick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's that's well deserving <laughs> yeah it was, that was our review um so let's go right into the social media slash updates thing so quick talk about i'm working on it anyone who's listening here that is a university of oregon student by the way 
Our opinions do not reflect the opinions of University of Oregon. We preface yeah. this on the SoundCloud. We don't. We don't know right if now. they like it. If they like, yeah, you're the snitch at all. They might not. <laughs> honestly, they might have some like really normie taste. They may, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They probably like play Dragon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh, they that, probably like Scorpion. That, and they gave it a ten. Scorpion. Out of 10. Oh, definitely. Oh my goodness. Okay, actually, that's that's a really good question. I, I kind of want to ask. Uh, if you know, if the University Oregon was an album, what album would it be? Oh man! Yeah, that's that's really interesting. You can think about it, but like maybe a Lana Del Rey album. A Lana Del. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, video games or something like that. I can so see that. No, that's not a bad answer. Um, that was just off the top of my head. I don't good, know. That's a good answer, though. I'm not. I'm not gonna even contest that. Man. I'm not gonna contest that. <laughs> so as I was saying, I'm gonna be writing, directing, co-producing a show this fall, and I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for PAs, director of photography, some audio and video editors. If anyone listening here is a University of Oregon student and they're interested in taking the class, it's worth one credit. It's called Duck TV. Definitely check it out and contact me, DM me. Uh, I'll name my Twitter at the end of this podcast. Um, and then also, cool thing, I'm actually going to be commentating the University of Oregon's uh, eSports club uh, mm. for League of Legends, which is pretty cool. I'm super excited for that. That's going to be awesome. Um, and then to follow up that, uh, Ryan had an excellent idea oh, yeah. for a segment called Out of the Comfort Zone, which I think we're going to try next week, mm-hmm. in which we both talk about some sort of topic neither of us are super familiar with, but we're yeah. going to try to do our best to like research and kind of inform the other. So it's it's going to be kind of like an up in the air thing. Um, and I yeah. like how neither of us really know that much about it, but we're going to, you know. Well, we're, we're getting other. out of our comfort zone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. There you go. And so we want to ask you the viewers to send a tweet at us asking giving us a topic for us to talk about a serious topic shout out to min because i know min is going to give some stupid oh thing chris's best friend min min i love you you're a great guy thank yeah. you for joining the stream but it's serious topics only my dude yeah no, um, not, not the benefits of juchi or something like that <laughs> that would be rough man <laughs> so uh tweet at us you know at Duxchmucks, D-U-C-K-S-C-H-M-U-C-K-S, and we would love to hear your suggestions, and we'll possibly, you know, designate one topic to each of us. Um, And then, other than that, I guess we're just going to mention our Twitter handles. Like I said, if you want to follow us here when our podcast is uploaded, you can follow us at Duxchmucks on Twitter, D-U-C-K-S-C-H-M-U-C-K-S. M-U-C-K-S. Sounds right. I I, I wasn't paying attention. I think that was it. That Um, does sound right. Yeah. yeah. And then if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at G-G-S-K-I, G-J-W-S-K-I, or my Twitch where I stream the podcast and video games at the same tag, G-G-S-K-I, G-J-W-S-K-I. Do you have anything you want to shout out or are you? Uh, nah, man, I'm off the grid. He's off the I'm grid. Off the he grid. Is I've the... got a YouTube channel and it's, like, it's got some embarrassing videos of me, but that's about but it. But do not, no, I feel no. the same way, dude. Yeah, I, got some, never... I got like two YouTube channels with two different content and they're both embarrassing. Oh yeah. I, no I, one I needs to, to think... know about my singing and my Yu-Gi-Oh playing. Oh, <laughs> well now I do though. Now I do. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I dare you guys to find it. If you find it, tweet it at me and I will retweet it. I'll, I'll retweet it if you find my videos. If you find my parody of The Godfather, uh, I will give you. Oh, no! I will give you a hug and a cookie. I, I, that is a promise. Find it. Find it. If you find it, and you won't, but if you do, it's like got three views. Okay. And if you guys want to, if you don't have a SoundCloud, you can check us out at iTunes. The same thing, Duck Schmucks. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. It was a great episode, and hopefully uh, everything goes planned. We're gonna hit you guys with an episode next week, and it's gonna be. Mm. Just as good, if not even better. Thank you guys for listening.